all right i know there's probably at least one person who is going to relate to what i'm about to say you know that period when you're a school ever you're a student or graduate you probably reach that point in your life where you're like okay it's high time i found a job for myself because i need to start making money to sustain my life but during the whole job hunt process you discover that finding a job is actually hard one of the things which makes it hard is because you're required to have experience for the most part which most of us do not have because for obvious reasons we're busy studying and for some other people they just thought only focusing on academics trying to graduate the best student or best you know person in the school was the only thing they focused on no co-curricular activities no hobbies like no investing time in other parts of your life and the graduates you leave school or college or university you come into the real world it's like um do you have experience like um no i don't have it's like okay well you know go work for us because we want you to have experience and it really sucks because you feel like you really invested the time in these studies and people don't see it all they want is experience which you do not have on the other hand if you have some money on you you may be like okay you know what maybe i could use this money to just invest in myself or start up a business for myself but as we all know starting up something new also comes with its own fears taking some kind of risks and just you know it requires some kind of boss which not everybody has because this is kind of stepping into like new waters you know what i'm saying you're going to have to build something for yourself all the way up from scratch and you're probably not going to be getting the income right away because maybe when you make profit you will have to reinvest the money in your business to kind of help it grow right so now you have a dilemma of should i invest in myself and wait for the benefits later or should i try and find a job and have you potentially have a stable income which can help me sustain my life right now so it can be really hard and a really daunting period which most of us have probably gone through or are experiencing right now so in this episode though our guest shares with us his own piece of this whole puzzle which everybody makes or this dilemma where he finally just reached to a decision of like you know what let me just invest in myself because why invest in somebody else when i can invest in myself and just grow myself and that's amazing because he has built himself all the way up to now definitely even growing even bigger in the future to becoming this amazing photographer which he is he takes amazing photos which if you want some great photos which you should probably take these days because it's really important and you are located in moscow or somewhere near moscow definitely hit him up on instagram link in the show notes he will do an amazing job in this episode he shares his journey beyond academics finally coming to this decision like you know what let me just invest in myself and also other parts of trying to improve yourself beyond academics you know finally realizing like okay just academics is not is like that's not the only thing there is to life there's more to that there's networking there's co-curricular activities you know the socializing with people and all those great things he 
shares with us in this episode. If you haven't listened to the previous episode, you should definitely do because that's also part of this conversation. That episode and this one is actually one conversation. That one was under the academic segment where he talks about navigating the academic side of things that was a great conversation i loved it and i learned a lot from it if you haven't you should definitely listen to it because this conversation is a continuation of that conversation our guest is no other than the amazing blaze mafia i hope you enjoy this conversation because i really did and without further ado let's get into it Navigating your way into the real world after school, college, or university can be a daunting task. You might know what you want to do but just don't know where to start from, or you may not have the facts to help you decide what you really want to do. Inasmuch as I believe that embracing the uncertainties of life is part of the process, I strongly believe that you don't have to dive in blindly or start from scratch because other people have been where you are and you can learn from them. Welcome to the School Leavers Roadmap Podcast, a podcast that brings you insights and personal experiences from different amazing people to hopefully equip you with actionable strategies to make informed decisions and seize opportunities as you figure out your life. Not only that, on this podcast, we debunk myths, review untold truths, and give it to you straight so you don't learn things the hard way because experience is the best teacher. I'm your host, Lyndon Sindano. Let's dive in, shall we? What are some of the things you discovered about yourself here in Russia? Now we are talking about not academics, just other things. Did you involve yourself in other things apart from school? <laughs> I think I think it's it's very a big question. Um, did I involve myself in other things? I uh, did, you know. Um, uh, because uh, when you come to Russia, you have access to some digital monies here and there. Sometimes, <laughs> not all, but sometimes, and <laughs> uh, understanding the fact that um, the professions we are in, more especially for us in engineering, but uh, it's a place where it's budgeted uh, with a lot of people who are unemployed. Okay. And like I was seeing the statistics for unemployed teacher, I mean, unemployed uh, doctors, I think. Less than uh, 2000, mm-hmm. and now they're protesting. And then I'm now thinking about other courses. Mm. So, actually, you know, coming from that environment whereby making money is very difficult, um, and understanding that when I go back home after I graduate, uh, chances are that I may not find employment there and then. Mm-hmm. So, just put this responsibility in my head that have to look for something to do mm-hmm. of which now the first option when you come is maybe let me try to look for a job yeah <laughs> and then maybe you go for a job the jobs were finding they were requiring a lot of time mm-hmm. half of the day and then you have to prepare to go to work the time going there coming back there i mean trying to cook food mm-hmm. 
uh, all those things. So you find that at the end of the day, it's like you're dedicating a whole day to another person's work. Yeah. So it, it, it was really quite uh, a unique experience. It's more like I was thinking about <laughs> Okay. <laughs> now it's supposed to be employed and you know waiting for uh a paycheck because we we, we, we used to try to go to like wake at Samsung, try to wake at some um watch this amount so that the money was really quite less. Uh-huh. Uh the waiting hours was were really a lot. So um uh-huh. I think it just put up a responsibility in my head that I need to discover something that I need to do. And um uh-huh. I had passion for like uh, photography. So uh I saw a certain guy uh-huh. here in my uh, in my town and uh, he owned the camera and I was like so it's possible to actually make a budget for a camera and it took quite some time it took quite some time before that we tried to like just like come and clean to you mm-hmm. try to look for work try to work here and there mm-hmm. but the thing working is that um you 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 work hands to mouth more situation but it is, the pay is yeah. quite less so it's quite hard to save mm-hmm. so i decided to save up for a camera and uh okay uh i decided to buy a camera so basically that's what i've been doing i've been into photography trying to learn photography but not just learning how to capture good photos but also learning about uh, the business side of photography mm-hmm. uh try to think of uh, no, the perspective, the Zambian perspective of a photographer in Zambia is like that's a cameraman. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. My perspective also changed here. So it's like, yeah, photography. Okay. <laughs> but now, like, I, re- I really respect it. Like, yeah. Yeah. So people be like, cameraman. And then, like, now, even if I put in, because it was a lot of money to start, mm-hmm. especially country at a professional level okay because there are also other people are providing the services that what of what you are going to provide so what you want is to like penetrate the market yeah and penetrating the market is really quite difficult you need to be noticed mm-hmm. and to be noticed whilst there are other people performing that's really something that's quite difficult yeah but had good help from the people who are like already into photography okay. and uh there's this good friend of mine that i have uh, solomon and mm-hmm. mr Vala, he would try to help me understand the business side of photography mm-hmm. because he was like oh, you can't just take photos mm-hmm. but you also need to be paid for the photos you take mm-hmm. so i had to spend time learning about the business side of photography and thinking of so now we are in the process of thinking how do we expand this to make sure that 25 to go home is something that's been actually put food on my table and pay for other rentals that I yes to cover other expenses mm-hmm. this thing because i can't go home with a cameraman perspective Yes. <laughs> so that's <laughs> that's something that I mean I've been working on, and uh, so far it's going really great. Um, uh, it comes with its challenges, it comes with its price, but um, 
I would say it's really growing great. I feel uh or once in a lifetime I'll say how victory has been where I want to go. Wow, that's good. I'm happy for you because I mean, <laughs> finding a job after school is a bit difficult. First of all, in some jobs where you go there, they'll ask you like, "I do you have experience?" If you're like me, you're like, "No, I don't have," and they don't want. <laughs> Sometimes we are lucky to find a job. It takes up most of your time, but again, you're supposed to be in class. Exactly. The last thing for me is like sometimes maybe you might try if you're studying abroad, you might try to start something back home, but since you're not there, you might feel like it's not very safe. You understand? Especially if you're trying to start something new. I don't know if you felt this before, but you're like, okay, I want to start something home. But again, who is going to be taking care of it? Because if you're trying to start a business, if it's yours, you know how important it is for you. So like you'll be putting in the energy and the hard work. But if it's someone else, I don't know if they will take it the same way you will take it. So the fact that you found something which like you can take care of it most. I mean, maybe you don't have control over everything, but for the most part, you can control it and you can control how you develop as a person. That's really good. Yeah, yes, yes. I can actually concur with what you said because... When we first came, I mean, uh, knowing the same thing of like when we go back home, we might be employed or not, mm. and I can't go. You know how the Zambian society is? I can't go back home and say I'm from Russia <laughs> and I don't have a job. Depression. don't have Take <laughs> care of me at home. <laughs> Try to look for like a job. You know how less they pay the money back or maybe it's five quarters, a five quarter, a fifth quarter in a single day. That, that wouldn't be really a lot of money. Mm. So we tried to like venture into different things, trying to sell perfume, trying to sell shoes. And just like you have said, you know, uh, we had to actually learn from our mistakes because firstly we started sending money back home. So mm-hmm. would be like, I like what you're doing there. I like putting some money to actually make work. Mm-hmm. I mean, to try to make it big. And the moment you send your money there, it actually, no, the business is not working, it's not going all right, mm-hmm. stuff like that. It's after expenses. And you just end up losing the money. So uh, it just reached the point where I said, you know, every time I get the money, I'm like, let me try to invest it into another person. Now, why can't I invest it in myself? So just had to reach the level of like, believing myself and saying, you know what, I can make it work. And the advantage part is like I'll, I'll hold myself accountable for every money that I put in. Yes. And uh, it, it, it might work out much better than always trying to send money to someone. You send to this person, to this person. We lost quite a lot of money because of that. And it's something that I would encourage someone mm-hmm. to do. For some point, it does work out. But... For most, like honestly, it doesn't work out. So, yeah. uh, if you have putting into a business, I'd probably <laughs> encourage you to put a fifty percent with a person who is willing to put up a fifty percent, yeah. so that, that they have that much to lose as you. Yeah. Even for that, just put up forty percent, mm-hmm. <laughs> so that they own the percent of everything that uh, that you are doing yeah because when i was thinking about it i was thinking it's just me i'm like maybe i just have trust issues <laughs> it 
turns out I'm not the only one. Mm-hmm. It's not a good thing that I'm not the only one that many people are struggling with this. But I think it can help us come to the realization that we should just maybe trust ourselves like you have said. And yeah, first of all, it's just personal development. Like you can develop as a person when you start doing things for yourself. It's going to show you like the ins and outs of maybe if it's a business or maybe if it's photography where you reach at a level where you want to hire maybe other people you know what they're supposed to do because you know how that thing works yourself but if you try to make somebody else in charge you won't know even when they are lying to you you won't know because you just don't know that thing very well they are the one who knows it so yeah i agree with you exactly like if i try to open a shopping cross i mean a shopping uh I mean, a closing company, mm-hmm. like um, and then you put in someone and you say, okay, I'm going to put up $2,000. Mm-hmm. They'll get the money, they'll pay for the rent for the shop, and then uh, you won't know where they're getting the clothes from, how much it's costing, how much they are selling, and all those things. So you don't know how much profit they make at the end of the day, and you don't know the things that that business requires to actually make it big. Yeah. So it's important that whatever uh thing you're investing in mm-hmm. you're somehow actively involved in it yeah you know you're actually knowing the numbers and the person you're working with is someone who's very people yeah because like we are young people we can't afford to make expensive mix- mistakes some of us exactly <laughs> the expensive mistakes which when you make it you don't know how you're going to bring yourself back to the initial position. So you are supposed to try new things, but just be careful. And people end up having a lot of depression from some mistakes that they make because they end up some people lose a lot of money, you see? Yes. So, yes, they are telling someone maybe they've lost $2,000 and now you tell them that it's all right, you can pick yourself up. That's a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like even if you're the one who is like trying to calm your friend down, you don't even know what to, to say because it feels like <laughs> you might feel like you're being insensitive to how severe the situation is. But again, you cannot tell someone like continue complaining. <laughs> you can do that. <laughs> yeah, I think that that's very true. But it's also important to learn from other people's mistakes. And just like you said, it's important like when we are used to actually venture ourselves into programs that deal with personal development. Uh, you know. Uh, reading books mm-hmm. is very important. You can just grow in terms of uh, uh, the education sector alone. You also need to grow in other uh, uh, development sectors of personal growth. So um, you really need to spend time with people who actually inspire you, people who I mean, watch interviews of people that hire you outside the area you are. Yes. You know, try to associate with the people that are doing what you want to do. They'll give you like some insights of what's happening on the ground, mm-hmm. some things you need to avoid, some things you need to look out for. What I see from a lot of students in Russia is they try to isolate themselves from the world. This is me. Why are you <laughs> why are you doing that? The world doesn't revolve around you. We'll still live even if you don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> that that's something that actually happens from a lot of family and students, you see. They try to um idle even when they have potential. Mm-hmm. And Russia has got, you know, uh a conducive 
environment where a lot of things do flow. Mm-hmm. If you are willing to trust yourself, put in some money in yourself, you know. Mm-hmm. So once we are here, we have to take the opportunity to actually try to discover what we can do, not just in the short term, but also in the long term. I've seen some girls, you know, there's uh, this girl, uh, I think her name is Veronica, she was studying civil engineering. I'm not really sure aware, but I usually see her on Facebook. Okay. And what she has been doing is, uh, she's into fashion. So uh-huh. she has gone for an event, you don't know what to put on, the shoes to wear and stuff like that. Uh-huh. You can go and explain to her your style uh-huh. and she'll actually help you with what kind of clothes you can put on uh-huh. and stuff like that. Which is great. Which is great, you see, but you can't do that if you're isolating yourself from the world. No one will know that you do that. Yeah. Because you have to put yourself there to the world and then put in some money in like the way she's promoting about fashion and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. She has to buy those clothes that she's wearing. So you have to learn, people need to learn to invest in themselves yeah. before they can invest in other people. You see, every day that we are spending money, we are actually spending money on people's ideas, okay? Yeah. You go at KFC, someone came up with the idea of cooking chicken in that way, okay? Mm-hmm. You go use the right transport, someone came up with, okay, you know what, we can actually have people pay using our transport services. You go and buy clothes, someone came up with it. Right. So every day we are spending money on other people and we don't actually spend money on ourselves to actually make ourselves valuable. Yeah. You know, when you read this book, I love this book very much, The Richest Man in Babylon. Mm-hmm. It actually talks about uh, the laws of God. Mm-hmm. It talks about um, investing in yourself, mm-hmm. following your passion, taking time to learn about your passion. Mm-hmm. So, uh, there was this guy who was working like in a library, and this rich man came to him and wanted a certain tablet uh, that had uh, some writings on it. And he said, Okay, I'll, I'll write it for you the whole night mm-hmm. if you come and tell me something. Reach the following day. Okay. So, the following day, he went there, and then he told him that save 10% of every money mm-hmm. uh, that you make, okay, because at the end of the day, you need to have some saving so that you can spend time to something. Yeah. He said, well, why do I like He says, well, you pay the cross maker, you pay the bread maker, you pay everyone else, but you never pay yourself. Yeah. So at the end of the year, you have nothing to show up to say, I grow as a person in this sector. So mm-hmm. Russia is a conducive environment for that, yeah. if you are willing to take the time. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. That advice was just for me because I'm one of the people. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do everything my by myself. I'm being independent, but it doesn't help you. When I started giving myself the opportunity to ask for help from people, like things have been way easier than trying to do everything by yourself. But again, I'll just say that ask for help but also you should to some extent be okay with doing things by yourself because you're not the main character in other people's lives when they want to help you they will help themselves first and then if they can't they will help you so for that time when they cannot help you you should be able to be there for yourself that is what like trying to do everything by myself actually taught me because like i left home well even home i was not always with my parents because i was in boarding school that one also requires some kind of independence but yeah 
when I was doing everything by myself, um, I wasn't asking for help. I was going to for shopping by myself. Like I wasn't going with everyone. So that one here, looking at like we have the language barrier and stuff, it helped me to be speaking the language because no one was going to speak for me and stuff. Yeah. Now when I started asking for help from people, like when I need help, if they say they cannot do it, it doesn't mean I'll just be there. I can still go and do it myself. You understand? Yeah. So like just try to find the balance. Put yourself out there, but also invest yourself again separately and try to develop in an environment where there are many people. Because at the end of the day, we're in a world full of people. God created a lot of people, not just him. Yeah, and you see, the, the, the important point that I would want everyone to understand is uh, the importance of networking. You see? Yeah. Knowing a lot of people that are useful to your life. Okay? Mm-hmm. Knowing people that are doing something because you see no matter what you do in life either probably in academic or outside academic let me say mainly outside academic is that your prosperity depends on the people that are around you yeah you see? so that they can break you or they can make you mm-hmm. so trying to network with as many people as possible that actually uh in a good place is actually very important because this world, no matter where you go, <laughs> uh, the life of connections. <laughs> yeah. The life of connections. So, yeah, that's just something I'm going to do. I don't in your room. Mm-hmm. I mean, try to attend this gathering, try to join some groups that I attend, that I get you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So, have you had any challenges on your photography journey from when you started up to now? Yeah, I mean, just like I told you, <laughs> it's a rough because uh, the idea that I had in mind was, you know what, just going to buy a camera, buy a lens, buy a memory card, and go to go. Mm. But whilst yeah, mm. in there, I had to learn that I had to buy lights, okay? So buying lights come with buying stands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> buying stands, stands and lights requires boxes. Mm-hmm. So all those things require money. Yeah. And then there's then the problem of like um, how much am I going to charge? And you know the Zambian system of people always want. It's not the Zambian system, it's an African situation where people always want things at a cheaper price. You know. Yeah. So. Actually, find that there are lots of difficulties. You get those things now. You need a good laptop, and the good laptop that you need for media is definitely different from an ordinary laptop. So, okay, <laughs> it's quite a rough road. So, <laughs> it's quite a rough road. But I mean, just like I said, eventually we'll get there. I just have to take one thing at a time. You know, see okay, what is the most important thing that I need at moment mm-hmm. that will help me uh, grow my brand, grow my business, make more money. And then, okay, let me go for it. Then this thing, I'll get it later. I can work with what I have at the moment. So that's just in the road. Mm-hmm. It's good that despite everything, you haven't stopped. They are still trying to develop your process. 
I'm kind of a stalker, so I see your photos on Instagram and they're very nice. I just hope I will have <laughs> I have an opportunity to come and have a photo session for myself before we go home. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, we're still in the same time, so hopefully. <laughs> Maybe when you are by Moscow, you can say, oh, I'm somewhere nearby Moscow, I'm, or I'm in Moscow. <laughs> yes. That's actually bad. It's because it seems like you don't move. It's just the station there. <laughs> yeah, I rarely move. The first time I think I left this place was when I went to Krasnodar this year. I went there. Oh my god, man. Nice. I hear it's a place. Yeah, it's very nice. You should go there. Oh, I need mean, to go there, but then I'll go up my way to the summer. So, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> How long is it from uh, your town? Um, approximately 10 hours. It's not near. Oh. Like 10 hours is <laughs> far. That's on a train. No, no, no. That's on a bus. Oh. <laughs> on a train, I don't know. I think I would still opt to go on a bus and on a train somehow. Mm. I feel like... Maybe like when going, go on a bus. And then when going back home, go on a train. I don't know. I think I would still use a bus for both I don't know. The plane just really feels so slow for me. Like, it really feels so slow. Mm-hmm. The bus has got, even though it's the same amount of hours, it still be quite fast. Yeah. Okay, let's come back. We have started leaving the topic. <laughs> yeah, so where were we? Uh, we were talking about, like, the challenges you face in your photography journey. So how has your story, kind of like your life story or maybe your story from secondary school to when you came to Russia, how has it shaped you to become the person you have become today? I feel like at every stage of life, uh, like mm-hmm. every different place that I go to, I'm a different person from the previous person I was and I feel like at every point that I've had in life I'm responsible for myself for the next stage. So um when I moved to Busaka uh I continued with my education at Palumba School and uh was wasn't easy, it was a rough road and actually consistent with what I was doing mm-hmm. and I had to set up for myself that by the end of this this is what I want to achieve. So mm-hmm. I've grown up with that mindset of creating goals and mm-hmm. trying my best to be consistent to actually achieve them. Mm-hmm. Um, in whatever thing that I try to do and uh, have passion for I really do try my level best work extremely hard, not just to be good, but to be mm-hmm. perfect. Uh, I don't really want to be in the average level where everyone else is. I want to be extraordinary from the rest of everyone. So I would say that that's how my life was shaped. Uh, so at every school I tried to go to, I tried to be the best because that was like um, the mindset I grew up with. Because by then I was just so much into education mm-hmm. and it was very important for me to excel in what I was doing to make sure that I reached at this point because my uncle said, you know, you get right between one to three, you 
so does that start thing of being consistent with myself working hard on myself and you know um sometimes we don't learn all the topics in class yeah. has to be ahead of my class uh try to learn topics independently yeah. and all those things so by the time we're actually reaching towards the exam period mm-hmm. i'd like idea on the number of topics I want to really say that there were actually many topics that I didn't know. Mm-hmm. So that's how it just gave me like, okay, you need to be consistent, mm-hmm. you need to set goals, you need to be hard on yourself, and you need to be extremely good on the rest of everyone. Okay. So what are some of the myths which you had before coming to Russia which you would want to set straight if anybody has them what kind of myths would you want to correct? I think I'm correcting them right now. So I think the thing was when I was graduating from uh, secondary school mm-hmm. I had the mind to say you know what I need to get good grades and uh, not get too much into group mm-hmm. and when I was in society, I found out that actually I didn't know a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't know how to survive in the society. I didn't, didn't know how to find a job. I didn't know what to do mm-hmm. despite having all those good grades. So yeah. I would just tell someone like, you know, um, yes, be excellent in school, but do not neglect a few things that can actually help you sustain your life yeah. in a situation but you don't have a job try to network with a lot of people don't try to um make yourself look like the world goes around yeah i agree with that one i also used to be like a person who's like okay it's just school school maybe go to the market or something and home like just a triangle school market home and something just like that which it might look like it's a cool thing in school because you seem like a serious student but when you leave school it is hard because you don't know where to start from you don't have any developed skills which when people come here like for example, maybe you're going to study abroad. Some of the skills can help you. You don't even have to study abroad for these skills to help you. For example, girls who know how to braid hair. People braid hair here. And they do it at, at yeah. an expensive price. Because for Russians, like, it's it's not it's an unusual thing and experience. It's not just about the hair for them. But it's also about the experience and looking different. So they charge them at a higher amount. So if... You just stepped on developing the skill of knowing how to braid hair. This wouldn't be a very good thing for you here, even home. Like I have, I know someone who used to go to the same school with me. She used to braid hair in school and people were paying her for that. Like we were not allowed to braid hair in boarding school. But after, after like the term has ended and now we have to go back home. On the last day at night, people used to braid hair and stuff like they were trying to look good when going home. And she used to braid people hair and they were giving her money. Even now, right now, like she's done with school. She was done with school like five years ago. Yeah, from 2018. That's probably like five years ago. She is still braiding people hair and she does it like very well. And there are also people who like they know how to sew stuff. Um, when it's graduation here, I think I saw someone who, like, she is a seamstress and she sews, like, maybe graduation gowns and something. Even your thing, like, photography thing, think about it. If you started it a long time ago, 
you would be in a different position now like you'll be way ahead yeah so that thing about trying other things also at school like it's so true me i used to be just books books all the time it's books but it's actually not all about books <laughs> but you know, you actually managed to find a job <laughs> you won't go into that but at least you found a job <laughs> no job <laughs> i went for countless interviews and, uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe I went for a lot of interviews and I wasn't picked. I have actually not been the luckiest person in the employment department, <laughs> but yeah, maybe one day I will be blessed. One day, I don't know. Now, okay, the last question is where can people connect with you? If maybe they want to talk to you or they want to take some professional photos, where can they find you <laughs> on the socials? On the socials, they can find me on Instagram. Have found one dress mafia underscore photography. And another one And then even on Facebook, the best way would be to send a message rather than to send your friend request. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the same name, bless Okay, I'll put the link in the description for people who want to connect with you. Alright, yo, that brings us to the end of this conversation. Thank you so much for staying with us to the end. I definitely enjoyed having a chat with blessings learned a lot from that conversation i hope you did you know don't be scared to invest in yourself and trying to build up yourself because something great would actually come out from that there's a lot that has been said in here a lot to digest hope this has given you something to think about as we go you know about life trying to figure out the real world anyways guys if you love this episode if you love the podcast, share it with your friends, your family, and everyone you think can get value from it. Other than that, also subscribe to the podcast so that other people can also find it. Definitely follow us on Instagram and Facebook at the School Image Roadmap Podcast. And don't forget to hit up blessings for those amazing photos. Without further ado, I'll say bye to you guys and I'll see you in the next episode.